Can I just say that we're making Alex work for the money that we don't pay her this afternoon? Uh, you've been out and about, haven't you? I have indeed. Okay. Uh, uh, to do you do this at the Guildhall? I did actually. Yes. Okay. So we're going to hear about food poverty now, and the City Council is going to highlight the stories of local people in Cambridge who are living in food poverty. Uh, to find out more, Alex Collett has been speaking to Councillor Alex Collis. So, good afternoon, Alex. Thank you so much for joining me. Um, so, it's been noted that Cambridge City Food Bank distributed 8,766 three-day emergency food parcels um, to people in crisis last year, Indeed. which is an increase of 36% in 2017. My first question really is, what are the main issues causing food poverty within Cambridgeshire? Well, uh, oh, it's a whole mixture of issues, really. Um, you know, nationally, food bank uses on the rise we know that it's now gone over um it's well over one million now um there's a combination of factors so in cambridge you know as we all know living costs are quite high um but wages particularly aren't keeping pace with that so um, as a council, we're doing a lot on the living wage and encourage, we're a living wage employer. We're encouraging other employers to, to take that up as well. But we're finding, you know, when I was still at Food Cycle, we were finding that, that, that people's pay packets just simply didn't last the month. People just aren't earning enough. And then, of course, we know from food bank data um, that a lot of the reason for referrals is that people um, are subject to benefit sanctions or benefit delays. You know, universal credit has been introduced in Cambridge and we all know the havoc that that's wreaking with people's lives in terms of delays and just not having enough to eat. OK. Um, so what schemes are in place to help the people of Cambridgeshire? Oh, there's absolutely masses going on. Um, some of it provided by and funded by the City Council. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah, some of it provided by and funded by the City Council. So we have um, a holiday lunch programme. And I believe um, last year that was 2,737 free meals over the year. Um, some of the sessions, say particularly in the north of the city, are incredibly busy. You know, because if, if it's the summer holidays and your child has free school meals throughout the year, you know, six-week summer holiday... If you've got two or three or four children at home, that's, you know, it's going to make it even more difficult to make ends meet. Um, and the team of officers and the volunteers as well, I should say, that run those programmes are absolutely fantastic. Um, there are cookery workshops that are provided, they're funded by the council, but provided by Cambridge Sustainable Food, who are lead partners in this um, Cambridge Food Poverty Alliance that is being set up currently. Um, there are, I think, just over 270 um, workshops we funded last year. Um, and we, I think they were finding the sort of same families going back to them um, during different holidays. So they, those were in um, some in Trumpington, some in Abbey, some in the north of the city. I know Brownsville Community Centre had some. And then, of course, there's initiatives like Food Bank, which is, you know, emergency food provision just for the three days, um, and projects as well like Food Cycle, who provide the free community meals, and the community fridge up at the Edge Cafe. I know there's plans to have more community fridges, that network's expanding, so there's funding, uh, it's not City Council funding, it's, it's different funding um, to provide, I think, another three, which will be um, appearing across the city over the next few months.
it's well sort of documented. I um, brought up my son as a single parent in King's Hedges. Um, I was on benefits um, for the first sort of three years of his life and then went back to work part time. I mean, this is, you know, this story is not unique by any means. There'll be lots of people who, who's, who have had a similar story. Went back to work part time. Um, so, you know, had this issue that a lot of women and, and particularly single mothers have that they'd never they sort of earn a little bit too much that kind of pushes them over the I was he never had free school meals I always had just a little bit too much but with then having to pay for this things that I wasn't entitled to benefits for that sort of dropped me below the poverty level so um that was certainly the case until he was a teenager <clears throat> and since then I've had a couple of long-term periods of unemployment and you know I, I've seen how easy it is for people to get into that into that spiral it's it's difficult yeah it's not easy for people um and also then lastly working with food cycle and seeing this you know huge wide range of people coming to access free meals and 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 taking a lot of stuff home i mean they used to give away i think still do give away the surplus food that isn't used at the end of the meal and people were taking home carrier bags full of shopping you know that was pretty much their food shopping for the week certainly in terms of fresh fruit and veg that they just wouldn't be able to afford otherwise you know I've, i've sat and i've talked to so many people in that situation there's a scene in um I, Daniel Blake, which I think everybody who's watched the film will remember at the food bank where the mother um, is so hungry. She's going around and being shown, you know, food that she can take. She's so hungry that she opens a tin of food and sort of hides in a corner and tries to eat it without being seen. That is not fiction. I've, I, I have um, worked in a building that has a food bank distribution centre and I have seen that more than once. That is people's real life. And it is real life across the country and it is real life for people here in Cambridge. So what what are your hopes for the future in terms of food poverty in Cambridge and resolving this issue? So I always said when I worked for Food Cycle and I I would imagine they still say the same, there are lots of benefits to a free community meal like that because, you know, it, 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 it helps people who are isolated, you know, it helps them make links and networks and so on. And it helps tackle that. But in terms of food poverty, I always used to say we would rather projects like that didn't have to exist. So we want to, you know, it's a, it's a, you know, it's a long way off. But we want to see, you know, a Cambridge and a and a UK where we people aren't having to rely on food banks and we aren't having to prop each other up, um, and people aren't having to, you know, come to free community meals just to make help make ends meet they're coming because they want to come along just to sort of have a meal with their with their neighbors so you know we want as i said the government to look at the structural inequalities um un- underpinning all of this it's 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 a review of the benefits system um you know large scale structural change it's a review of the benefit system and it is a look at wage levels because until we tackle those two things it's not going to you know we're not even going to touch this edges of this would you mind listing some of the distribution centers just for people listening to this um report um for future if they need any help absolutely so oh now you're now you're asking me a question i used to know this off by heart so i know um our lady in the english martyrs the big catholic church i believe that is a wednesday morning i think church of the good shepherd in arbury i think that's thursday morning and i know they have big plans to redevelop their community provision there to be a sort of one-stop shop um st paul's on hills road 
I'm going to say Monday afternoon and Friday afternoon. And I know C3 Church, I think, has one on a Friday afternoon. Can you also tell me about the Food Poverty Alliance? Yes, absolutely. So it's it's a, um, a, um, a partnership of local organisations. The City Council is part of it. Cambridge Sustainable Food, Food Cycle, I believe Cambridge Housing Society. Lots of organisations that, that deal with or meet with people who might be experiencing food poverty. And essentially, we've got together... Um, and we have looked at what the issues are in Cambridge. We've examined the extent of food poverty, so we know you know, what the size of the problem is that we need to address. And we've come up with a, an action plan um, that is available on Cambridge Sustainable Food's website. Um, it's pretty long, so I won't list everything that's in it. But it's essentially um, a commitment to ensuring that children have food, access to good food every day of the year, 365 days, that nobody in Cambridge should go to bed hungry. Uh, It's a commitment to measuring, to continuing to measure the extent of food poverty, so we're not making assumptions about the nature of the problem. Um, And it is also a commitment to tackling the underlying sort of structural inequalities. That's R. Alex, Alex Collett, speaking to Councillor Alex Collis a little earlier on today about the subject of food poverty in Cambridge. It's going to be discussed by a full council at Cambridge City Council tomorrow evening. I think that gets underway at about five o'clock. It's Cambridge 105 Radio, Julian Clover in for Steffi Callister through till six, and it's 19 minutes away from six. Cambridge 105 Radio. 